Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 10th, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Standing on a Word from God. This is part 31 of the series. We learned about Abraham. Now we're learning about David. So this is uh, Standing on a Word from God, part 31, and actually part three of the life of David. I'm calling this Called and Kept by Grace. Called and Kept by Grace. God calls us and he keeps us. He protects us for our divine assignment. He does this by his unearned and amazing grace. If you've been listening to me for any length of time, you've heard about faith. You've heard about grace. Everything God does for us, he does by grace. Everything we're supposed to do for him in response to his grace, we have to do it by faith. So yesterday we learned that God saw fit to call David out of the field. He was out there tending his father's sheep. While he was dutifully doing what his father wanted him to do, he was called out of the field in order to receive this amazing encounter with some strange man. There was a prophet in his house, and the prophet anointed him to be the next king of Israel, and this anointing took place right in front of his brothers and right in front of his father. Now, later, we would learn that David spent a great deal of time with his father's sheep, and the lessons that he learned as a young shepherd boy were lessons that he would later apply even as a king. Those are lessons that God was preparing him for, that God had these encounters with David out there uh, on the fields protecting sheep, and David didn't know it, but God was preparing him to be the man that he was destined to be, and, and it's like that with us. Um, as a, as a young man, God was preparing me. As a young man, God was preparing David. As a young man or woman, God was preparing you to be who he called and destined and designed and desires for you to be. Even while David was doing something that seemed mundane, like protecting his father's sheep, was spending time with his father's sheep all by himself, the Lord was actually preparing him for his divine assignment. So what does this mean to you today? I'm talking about the grace of God and how when God's grace comes upon us, we have to then release faith to walk in his grace. What does this mean to you today? I have three things to share with you. And as I release these things, I want you to open up your heart now to what God is saying. You ready? Here we go. Three things. Number one, God is always at work in your life. Look at me. God has always been at work in your life. God is always working. Even before you acknowledge who he is, God made plans for you before you were born. And he has actively participated in your life every step of the way, even before you acknowledged Jesus as the Lord of your life, right? So the day you accepted Jesus as Lord is not the first day that God was involved. God has been involved in your life the whole time. See, God made plans for you before the world began. He then sent you into this world at just the right time, right? So before you were a twinkle in your father's eye, I mean, the Lord already had plans for you. So you were sent into this planet at just the right time, to do what God called you to do. And then God actively works in your life behind the scenes, through people, through situations, through circumstances to help propel you into your destiny, to help set you up so that you could become the man that or the woman that God called you to be. He does this. God does all of this by grace. It's unearned. It's unmerited. A lot of times while God is working in our lives to prepare us for our assignment, we don't even acknowledge him. I'm talking about God working in our lives uh, in, in situations and in ways uh, where we have not even 
so much as called upon his name and God is still doing it. He's doing it by his unearned grace. Has nothing to do with our performance. Has nothing to do with our goodness towards God. It has everything to do with God's goodness towards us. God blesses us because he's good, not necessarily because we are. So this has everything to do with the love that God has for us and the dedication that he has to the plans that he made for us before the world began. That's number one. Number two, God protected you for your divine assignment, and he did this by his grace. Now, let me say something about that. One of the greatest moments, and I'm gonna tie this to David as well, but one of the greatest moments I experienced in my early walk with God, I gave my life to Christ when I was 23 years old. And I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and I'm a son of, of uh, immigrant parents from the Dominican Republic. And so I did have some many experiences growing up in the Dominican Republic. And the Lord, when I first gave my life to Christ at the tender age of 23, um, the Lord basically had this, this, this encounter with me that made it clear to me that I wouldn't be alive at, at 23. I would not have made it out of Brooklyn or the Dominican Republic if the Lord was not actively pr protecting me for my purpose. So the Holy Spirit, I was in Kuwait, and the Holy Spirit, um, he he played for me. It was almost like a movie. It was like, do you remember this? Do you remember this? Do you remember this? And I could actually see those scenes, like the movie, like scenes from a movie, but it was my own life. And he took me back and he was like, do you remember this? I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was me. You know, I had a, a, a 357 Magnum placed to my head when I was 11 years old. I was shot at with a sawed off shotgun. I had a knife put to my throat. I had, you know, all these kind of crazy situations. And he said, do you remember that? Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. And the Lord was saying the whole time I was with you, I had angelic protection over you. I was keeping you here. I was keeping you there. He was actively protecting me for my purpose. One time in the Dominican Republic, I, um, I was looking down at a basketball game. We were probably about four or five stories up and there was a, a railing, a metal railing that was protecting me from falling and the metal railing broke. And when it broke, I, I was about to fall. And so I fell back and my cousin just you know, nonchalantly just kind of reached out, grabbed my shirt and pulled me back. And I was like, I was shaking and I thanked my cousin. And uh, when I, after I was born again, the Lord was like, do you remember that? I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. He said, that was me. I was there. All of these things God was doing to protect me for, for my divine assignment. And he did this before I even acknowledged him as Lord. And he did this before I really had a relationship with him. God is so good. Now he also did this because I had a praying mother and a praying grandmother, right? But what does this have to do with David? Let me take it to David. Now, when David was a young boy, he was out there tending to his father's sheep. He had some crazy encounters. He had some life and death encounters. One time he had to fight a lion with his bare hands and he killed the lion with his bare hands. Another time he did the same thing with a bear. So he killed the lion and he killed the bear with his bare hands. You know why? Because God was with him. Because God was shielding and protecting him for his divine assignment. David would not be alive to, to get anointed by Samuel if God's hand wasn't upon his life. I would not have been alive to be called into my purpose had God's hand not been upon my life. And so, and, and I, I'm sure I could say the same for you. At the end of the day, God is shielding us and protecting us. He does this by his unearned and amazing grace. God called you by grace. God then shielded and protected you by grace. And now God empowers you by grace to do what he called you to do from the foundations of the world. When I think about the fact that God did all of this, without us even acknowledging him, it's amazing. You know, it, it is unearned, it is undeserved, it is, it, it's grace, it's, it's God's amazing grace. And number three, and finally, 
since I'm talking about grace this morning, I'm going to close with something, some empowering aspect of grace. Number three is God calls you by grace into your destiny. He also then graces you to do what he called you to do. So David did not uh, necessarily earn or deserve the call on his life. Uh, God called him because God is good, not necessarily because David is good. Same thing with us. David was out there minding his own business, doing what he always did. When all of a sudden this stranger was in his house, he gets called out of the field and the stranger takes some oil and the oil was symbolic of the Holy Spirit. And, 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 and the stranger puts the oil on top of David and anoints him, anoints his head and, and anoints him to be the next king of Israel. And from that day forward, the, the, the Bible says that the power of God was on David to be the king, that the anointing of God, the presence of God was on David to be the next king of Israel. From that day forward, it had nothing to do with what David did. But let me just uh, close with this aspect of God's grace, because in, in one, one facet or aspect of grace is that God's grace is unearned and undeserved, and it is. It's unmerited. But another aspect of God's grace, and some, sometimes we fail to kind of acknowledge this part of it, is that God's grace is also an empowerment to do what you could not do without God. It is God's super place on your natural, right? So the grace of God on your life is God's endowment, his empowerment for you to do what you could not do without his power on you to do it, right? So God calls you to do something, and then he also equips you to do it. If God called you to do something that you're not equipped to do, if God called you to do something that you're not empowered to do, if God called you to do something that his grace is not on you to do, then all it would lead to is frustration. You would just be upset with God because he He's calling you to do something that you can't do. But if God called you, then he'll keep you. If God called you, then he's already given you the gift for it. I say that his instruction is always equal to his injection. God will never instruct you to do something that he hasn't already injected you with. If God tells you to do it, it's because his grace, his hand, his power, his favor is on your life to get it done. So you are here for a divine reason. That reason is your divine assignment. God called you from the foundations of the world. He did this by his unearned and amazing grace. Has nothing to do with your performance. You didn't earn it. Get over it. You're not worthy. Get over it. God called you because he's good, not because you are. But now you have to also embrace and open up your heart to the grace of God. So now the grace of God did not just call you, but the grace of God is on you to do what he called you to do. So there is this supernatural empowerment, this endowment from on high that is on your life to accomplish what God sent you to this planet to accomplish. So no matter how big you see your assignment, no matter what it is that God has called you to do, no matter how unqualified you may feel, you must settle in your heart that God has called you to do it by his unearned and amazing grace. And you must also settle in your heart that God's grace is on you to get it done. That although, yes, it's something that is beyond your education, beyond your banking, God is calling you to do stuff that you don't have the money for. God is calling you into areas that you don't know anybody. You don't have the relationships with. God is calling you into, into realms and spheres uh, to have influence that you don't, that you're like, how in the world will I get that done? Well, God's grace is on you to get it done. God will never send you. You were not born to fail. You were born to succeed. So God will call you into something. He will call you into something that's so big that you have to rely on him. And then he will release his power on your life to get it done. That, my friends, is the grace of God. David could never be king if God's hand wasn't on him. Guess what? God's hand was on him. So he became the king of Israel. Now, it wasn't easy. It took 13 years. We're going to learn all of that. He got called when he was 17. He didn't become a king until he was 30. I got it. It's not, God never called you into a perpetual picnic. It's not always going to be easy, but wherever God leads, he feeds. Wherever he guides, he provides. If he's calling you into something, it's because he already graced you to do it, and you have to open up your heart to it. 
All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. I want you to open up your mouth and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. I expect to experience all that you call me to do. I thank you, Father, for keeping me and shielding me. <laughs> Even before I knew who you were, you made plans for me before the world began. You protected me for my divine purpose. Even before I acknowledged your existence, you were there for me before I called you Lord. Now, when I think about your love and your grace towards me, sometimes I'm overwhelmed. There's no way I could earn it. There's no way I could deserve it. And for that, Father, I will never cease to give you praise. So I enter into this day right now, knowing that you have called me by grace and that you have also graced me to get it done. So I pursue my purpose with bulldog tenacity, relying on you, Father, every step of the way. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, think about all the stuff God did for you before you even acknowledge him as Lord. Think about all the stuff God has done for you since you acknowledged him as Lord. Think about how big the assignment is God has called you into. And then you also have to acknowledge that if you have a big assignment, then you have big grace. God is on you, in you, with you, and for you. There's no way you can lose. Walk into this day. Walk into your destiny. And please share this message with someone that you know. Share this on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. And leave me a comment, too, if this message was a blessing to you. Walk in the blessing. Keep looking to God. You are amazing. God bless you.